What is going on you guys and welcome back to another episode of Stock Battles. This is the video series where Mark and I each select a stock of our choosing. We do our research, due diligence, and it's up to you guys to let us know which is the better stock, which one do you like, which one do you prefer. I think we're gonna keep this pretty strictly to a five minute minimum. You know, we don't want these going forever, forever. Well, and for, fair, for fairness reasons, because you know, you, you, mm. you like to go really deep into yours and then, yeah. you know, just to get the vote, right? Yeah, okay, so we're gonna have a strict five minute time limit on this. In fact, I'm gonna take my phone right now Ooh, and I am going to on. put on the timer. Okay, right now, and um, so. we want you guys to vote down in the comment section below mm. um, which one you prefer, because we do look at the video actually tally them up and that's an indication of which one you guys like. I will just remind you as always, um, new start to the year, February, basically February, March now, but uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in the Investing Academy, learning about the stock market, mm. be sure to click that link down below, okay? Are you set? Oh, I'm, I've been ready Three, for this. Three, two, one. Where you going? Okay, I'll kick things off, guys. The company that I'm gonna be talking about is Brookfield Asset Management, ticker BAM.TO. This is the recently spun off asset manager. And what you're looking at on the screen is the American ticker. It is short, it doesn't provide much value because it's just a recently public traded company. But we actually just added this stock mm. in our margin account mm. uh, about a couple weeks back. Just this pre previous week, I added uh, it in, in my RRSP as well. So I've been kind of back in this stock. It's been a favorite of mine for years. Well, the big company, Brookfield. Nevertheless, we're gonna focus in on the asset manager. And BAM is basically a, a pure play at this point on the asset manager business. They essentially own a 25% interest stake in the asset manager, I should say alternative asset manager where mm -hmm. the other 75% is still left up to ticker BN, which is the big uh, corporation. You can own that as well. But this is like really giving you that exposure to the asset manager. And as you guys may know from our previous videos, this includes all different areas of, uh, of our world, um, of the economy, private equity, infrastructure, real estate, uh, renewables, obviously. Credit is a big, big part of this. I like to think of this as an asset manager that involves like all types of parts throughout our economy, very mm. important parts. Here's a quick slide that basically just showcases uh, the breakdown of, of you know where this money is allocated, if you will, and uh, the projections of, of where they you know where they plan to go over the next number of years. We're gonna look into that in a moment. But what I wanted to highlight for this segment was they raised a record $93 billion in the year. And I think that's pretty impressive. Given the okay. challenging uh, environment that we are in, uh, 93 billion, not, not bad at all. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, when we look at 93 billion, this is like the entire asset manager. Again, you know, BAM owns a 25 interest stake in this. Nevertheless, as this company raises raising more money, there's more money under management or assets under management, their fee bearing assets and how mm -hmm. they make their money just improves. Mm -hmm. Their fee related earnings in the quarter were 569 million USD, by the way. And in the year, it generated $2.1 billion USD. And this is an increase of 26% in specifically fee-related earnings. And what I think is just mind-boggling is that this brings their fee-bearing capital, like their total fee-bearing capital, to $418 billion, which is just ridiculous. And that in and of itself is a 15% increase year over year. As that previous slide kind of teased, they hope to grow this number to $1 trillion in fee-bearing capital that they're getting their fees and taking their cuts on, uh, that's about a 20% compound annual growth rate up through 2027. And that's personally what I really like about uh, Brookfield. There's many things that I like about Brookfield, uh, BN and BAM, but essentially this is like that snowball effect happening in real life. And it's like at this point, you know, that snowball is, is flinging down the hill and it's like <laughs> taking people out. It's not even just a little snowball. This is like, they're fully up and, uh, up and rolling. And why that's important is indicated by that $93 billion, you know, in additional capital raised. 
Mm-hmm. I think due to just the prestige, the the management of this company, um, their history, if you will, they're able to just continue leveraging that and amplifying. And uh, it's like a flywheel effect where, hey, you know, these big institutions got big bolts of money. It's you go to Brookfield to have that allocated for you. So here's a slide. Uh, and by the way, not to mention, they're very good at allocating capital. We'll look at some efficiency ratios in a second. But here they state uh, an additional $40 billion in committed capital that that they haven't committed capital that's uninvested. They believe that this would generate the business approximately $400 million in fees once deployed. Their rough margins on this sits at about 60%. So there's just a lot to, to like, in my opinion. In terms of the dividend, BAM, so the one that we're talking about today, this is what we may consider the dividend you know, play of the of the two companies you could invest in. Oh, I got about a minute left, I see here. <laughs> I'll uh, pick it up. But... Yeah, they announced this uh, dividend that a lot of investors were kind of waiting and saying, oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? They opted to pay a quarterly dividend of $0.32 USD per share for the asset manager uh, quarterly. That's a yield of about 3.76%. So Stellar, uh, due to the nature of this business, I have no issues about the the, the safety. Um, Payout ratio, 37. Free cash flow ratio. Payout ratio, that is 12.3%. I would say, although we don't have much data to work off of in you know this new spun off company, mm-hmm. obviously very new publicly traded, we can in this case look back at the business and its history. And historically, this is like I mentioned, a very efficient company. Return on invested capital for Brookfield at twenty percent. Return on equity, you know, above thirty percent. They really know what to do with money, and they know these good projects and areas and um, assets to invest in to generate a return. This is a company that has historically outperformed and actually crushed the market. They're anticipating a 17% compound annual growth rate of the entire business through 2027. I believe with Brookfield, bam, obviously you're gonna be getting a portion of that in dividends. So not necessarily share growth, but uh, nevertheless, it's just, we've talked about, I've talked about in a couple previous videos, dividends versus share growth and that trade-off you make. Uh, mm-hmm. This would be a great stock for somebody that does care for passive income. They do care for dividends. And in theory, the spinoff I think should unlock additional value that's what i believe it's already starting to do but uh, i'm just a big fan overall i went 30 minutes 30 seconds over time so i will we'll wrap it up here but brookfield asset management is my pick i don't think you're gonna be able to top that oh well let's have a look at that and yes you're at five minutes and 32 seconds of your little speech there i'm gonna ask you to reset that for my time here um, go because i don't know what part of those i'm gonna edit out but i'll try to leave the whole thing in there so i'm starting already all right here we go so Good pick. My pick for this video is Pfizer. Uh, ticker, of course, is PFE, trades on the New York Stock Exchange, currently trading at about $41.71 US. Um, mo- I'm not going to get a whole, spend a whole bunch of time on what the company does because pretty much everyone's heard of Pfizer. It's one of the middle-sized uh, pharmaceutical companies out there, as you can see by this chart, from a market cap perspective. What I like about Pfizer are a lot of things. But I like the long-term perspectives, uh, perspectives on it, and I like... I think this, I think as a perspective, long-term prospects mm. on it, and the attractive valuations that it's trading at right now. Now the company has declined recently, as a lot of companies has. Question is why? There's a lot of chatter out there that because uh, co- uh, P- uh, Pfizer benefited so much from COVID, they're kind of coming back down to earth now. Um, I got a couple things to talk about that. First of all, Pfizer started back in 1849, so 174 years ago. I mean, they were around for the Spanish flu, let alone COVID. So I don't buy this this argument that we've seen the best of them and they're you know they're they're going away. Um, there is still, in my opinion, right now as we do this video in February of 2023, a recession looming on the horizon. There's a lot of people agreeing with that. 
um, the pharmaceutical arts, sorry, the healthcare space, the 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 um, defense space. Those are a couple of spaces that are very, very recession resistant. They're gonna be used regardless. Uh, of course, Pfizer falls into the healthcare space here. Um, the windfall that the company did uh, get from the COVID boost here um, was awesome. It's a pro, it's a con, but here's one of the other pros to it. A lot of the professionals are sort of suggesting that you know the spikes are all over, but this is gonna turn into more of a seasonal flu shot type um, treatment that we're gonna be getting to prevent uh, further outbreaks of COVID. So a company like, like Pfizer will benefit from that. From a corporate diversification perspective, uh, they have 44% of their revenues are coming from their top two brands, uh, Comirnaty and Paxlovid. We've heard those names probably no. in the last little while. Paxlovid is the treatment. Oh, I'm not gonna waste my time. Holy cow, the clock's ticking here. Uh, from a area, therapeutic area perspective. Let's look at this chart here. We see a very, very well diversified mm -hmm. income stream. And let's just have a look at the geography. We think of Pfizer as a large uh, US pharmaceutical company. 35% of their revenues come from US, but then they also have a very strong diversification across the, the globe as well. Vital to a company like Pfizer is the pipeline. They've always got to have new products coming online. As a result, partly of the boost that they got from the COVID revenue they took in, they've got a lot of ammunition right now. They recently had took, taken in a $4 billion dividend from the uh, GSK spinoff, Hallium. Mm. And as a result of this, they've been going on a little bit of an acquisition spree, which is one of the ways that they are able to add assets. They currently have $22 billion in cash right now and $51 billion overall in current assets. They've made recent purchases, December 2021, uh, Arena Pharmaceutical, and in October 2022, more recently, oh, Biohaven. So there is uh, lots that they're doing to keep the, keep the product online. Uh, from a valuation perspective, and this is one of the big reasons I think right now it's a timely time to add a, a Pfizer to a portfolio. They have very attractive valuations, not just one, but a lot. Let's look at a few of those right now. If we look, first of all, at their price to earnings ratio, we see them coming in with a forward earnings ratio of 7.7. Their long-term averages is 15.73. So that looks very attractive purely from that perspective. If we look at the price to book ratio, currently at 2.6, long-term average 3.36, appears to be perhaps undervalued there. And finally here, we're gonna look at the price to sales ratio, currently at 3.3, long-term average is 3.72. So um, yes, not in that metric, not really, really low, but definitely more attractive than, the, than their average. If we look at their profitability here, we can see their gross profit margin, 65.9%. Now we compare that to their peers of 56% roughly, and then their gross profit, 66.1 uh, billion, last reported uh, 12 months, and 9.65%, so let's call it a 10% annual compound growth. Dividend, they pay a reasonable dividend. The payout is 3.87% with a payout ratio of 24%. So I'm saying a very, very secure dividend there. From a price target perspective, they're trading, like I say, right now in the $42 range, the price target is an average of 51. So about a 20% upside there. And very quickly as I wrap up here from a technical perspective, there's a couple of technical indicators that would indicate that company may be oversold. First, let's look at the RSI. We can see that that um, level has been bouncing down at that 30 oversold level for a little while now. So 
who knows that might say uh, look at something and if we look at the bollinger bands to wrap things up here we see it trading again at the bottom of that range so that's about a two uh standard deviations from the norm so again indicating that there might be some upside potential there uh, you got a brand name leader here in a company like pfizer right you've got uh, high margins you've got future prospects in that pipeline trading at a discounted valuation right now. I see him at five minutes and 32 seconds, so I gotta wrap it up here. My pick for this stock challenge is Pfizer. So now we got BAM, we got BFE. We're leaving it up to our viewers to say, what would you buy in a portfolio uh, right today? So. I will say, mm -hmm. and it's a sly move. You go for a company that is in cahoots with the government. Uh, all, all yes. the stops. I mean, even I can't really argue This with is that. a battle, okay? Uh, yeah, you do usually pull out the stops. I will, I will bring it back to one thing that mm -hmm. I think you mentioned as well is, you know, although the markets have been on a run uh, as of recent, really bounced off of yeah. you know, the recent lows a lot. Yeah. I don't think we're necessarily out of the woods yet. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think it's early to say that. And you say there is still this, you know, recession uh, threat ahead. Right. It's a good point that companies like this or the defense sector uh, good, would stand well. I think Brookfield almost, you know, not to slam my pick. I don't want you guys to change your <laughs> decision. But uh, that would be <laughs> Listen the, carefully to this part. <laughs> it could be the, uh, you know, it could be looked at as the opposite, uh, especially with the, the real estate assets and certain areas of the economy uh, possibly being hit harder and uh, a more troubled space to be in, I would just say that's one thing um, besides the you know government cahoots that I would lean in your favor. Oh man, that's you should, you should be a trial lawyer, Brandon. Um, okay, good. So those are our picks. And I kind of like this more, well, it's sort of time limited and it's tough for me because like with those of you who've watched our- You did our, good though. That our, that, <laughs> you, yeah, you made it, you did exactly my time, 5.30 each. So. I didn't even rehearse it. So I was kind of, <laughs> but uh, we kind of snuck a little bit over there. So uh, yeah, let's wrap it up there, Brand. Uh, thank you to all for watching and um, put your votes in now. We'll come up with a method to sort of report those maybe in the next stock battle, which we look forward to doing soon. And uh, anything yeah. else to say? I would just say, as always, leave a thumbs up. Uh, like I said, leave a comment. Uh, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. And then check out the Investing Academy. If you like courses and training, don't forget to do that. That is that link down below. But uh, with that said, I think we can wrap up. Good good battle. Fair battle, I would say. I'm anticipating a pretty even um, response. Yeah. Voting. Pretty okay. even vote down here. Sounds good. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you in the next video. Bye.